good friend Howard Beck. I want to get your thoughts on a couple of staff moves the Jazz made today. They hired former Pelicans general manager Dell Demps as an assistant coach, and they also hired former NBA guard Keon Dooling to be in player development. I know them both. Keon's really smart, really thoughtful. He's a guy who's going to have a great touch with everybody. Good guy to have in the organization. Dell Demps knows the game really well. He's a bright guy. He deserves to be in this league. It's great that he's decided to put himself back on the basketball side and see where that leads him. You know, you never know. With guys who are younger in their careers, and he still is, you try the front office path, you try the coaching path, you see what fits you best. I'm just glad to see him back. For a Pac-12 team to get into the college football playoff with only seven games would not only have to go undefeated, but I think the other conference's top teams would have to have several losses. Oh, come on. That's I mean, you're, you're in the SEC. Yeah, several. Like three losses. No in order way. for them to have a chance. Get out of town. Let's say Oregon just rolls everybody, beats everybody by two or three touchdowns. No. That team won't have to lose three times. I'm They're not, not getting in over a two-loss SEC team. It's not going to happen. Cougar great Rob Morris. Put yourself in the place of one of these athletes going through this. Maybe the schedule for BYU isn't as good as it was, but would you appreciate the work Tom Homo's done to get games scheduled so you could at least play? Yeah, for sure. Players want to play, right? Put the teams in front of them. You just want to play ball, right? And you've waited your whole life. A lot of these guys are maybe it's your senior year, so it's tough. There's a lot of back and forth. Should we be playing? Should we not be playing? But it seems like they've kind of figured out a way to do it safely. And so as a player, yeah, yeah I think you just want to play. Stuart Mandel from The Athletic. The Mountain West, why do you think they're able to go earlier than the Pac-12? Well, it's a bit puzzling. The Pac-12 is following the NCAA recommendations that you need six weeks of ramp up, and that's why they're not starting until November 7th. San Jose State is literally driving five and a half hours away to another college to be able to start practicing for a game that is in 23 days. I'm a little worried, to be honest, if their players aren't in game shape and they go to play an actual football game. I think there's a risk of injury, but as we've seen throughout this, every conference has their own medical advisors. We'll have different recommendations. Apparently, they think this is enough time to prepare for a game. Former BYU quarterback Tanner Mangum. I wish I could see this BYU team against their normal schedule. A schedule that I had at the beginning of the year was looking obviously very daunting, but the way that they're looking right now, they're sharp in rhythm. Their defense is stout. Overall, they're clicking in all cylinders of the game. I think it's a tribute to this coaching staff and these players now, who most of them are upperclassmen. They've got three years now with Coach Grimes, Coach Roderick, more experience now with Coach Tuiaki on the defensive side, and things are going. And so I wish, I really wish I could see how BYU stacks up against Utah, Michigan State, Arizona State, Boise State. It'd be fun to watch. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working Let's get rolling.
This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. That's right. It is The Big Show on a football Friday. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Alema Harrington, Coach Ron McBride. Sounds of the week right there. Great job by Austin Horton. Brought to you by our friends at Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call today, 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333. Action Plumbing. We are live today at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Gordon taking the day off again today, but Coach and Alema are here. You know what yes. happens when you take the day off? You're fair game. You get, yeah. yeah you, hey, so, so what's it going to so, take for this to be our official home? Because we've been here three weeks straight now. Hey, this is hey, this is my favorite yeah, spot right here. Right there. Hey, by the way, <laughs> Alema has a Donald Trump hairdo today. What? Whoa. Oh, my what? God. Whoa. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's not a compliment. Coach Mac is coming out swinging yeah. today. I mean, like, he's wow. got that little, shot over the bow. He's got a little puffy look yeah. with the with the with man. The, I don't know. I don't know if I what, would describe. What did he write off on as... his taxes? Seventy thousand dollars for hair hair product. I'm in that neighborhood. Baby. Are you? Are you yeah. there? Well, I mean, he he looks kind of cute. <laughs> Alema or President Trump? <laughs> Alema? Alema's looking okay, cute Okay, Coach, then I'll take that as a compliment. There you go. What is you know, it? Regardless. It's, it's a compliment. <laughs> and then I have Joanne Wells today with us. Woo, see? This yes, is how you make this show better. Get yeah. rid of Gordon. And we're bringing bring Joanne. Joanne. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Hey, that's so a, nice to be that's here. That's a winner for us. And Alema, you, uh, you do look a lot better than our president. <laughs> the, I would oh agree. Hey, Thank uh, you. I don't know Alema's, if the bar or the standard is that high. Well, Alema's but, on TV, though. It's, yeah. You know, yeah, he's, I know. He's got to keep guys. You know, they are. Just vain. Trump, and, Alema, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But uh, uh, you wear a mask. That's, uh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes our president doesn't wear the mask all the time, but you know, I, we try to, you know, we try to keep it safe. It's so it's interesting, and you know this, coach, because we travel all over the state, right? So I'll be up doing a game at Ridgeline, right up right. north. And last night we were down in Provo, right. and Provo, we did the game last night in Provo, Provo High School. By the way, just in no case fans, it, right? In case you didn't know, the school has moved, right? Nobody <laughs> sent me a memo. What do you mean the school moved? Nobody told me. You went yeah. to the you went to the old Provo High. The old Provo okay. High. Oh, oh no, when I was at BYU. We used to walk across the street, and and Hema Hemuli, who's Lake Hemuli's younger brother, right. was playing over there, and we'd go over, we'd watch the game, and you know we'd go play basketball sometimes over there. And so I, I drive up, and I'm you know I go grab myself a, a little uh, you know the, there's a Mobetas down there, and then I go over to the school. And it's like there's BYU written on the field. I'm like, what? <laughs> what happened? Nobody even told me, Coach. Nobody. I didn't get a memo. That Nothing. is the that is the most dilemma story. I've got a story about dilemma for you, Coach. <laughs> Are you ready? So so dilemma can be a little directionally challenged, challenged? a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I used to produce dilemma. Well, well he, he, you know what? Because <laughs> in his in his home, yeah. Right. They here's how they describe where you're going. You go down to <laughs> to, and there'll be a truck yeah. that'll that's tied to, tied to a tree, and you turn left. Yeah, and, and then, then and then when you, when you yeah. see the house with a lot of shoes outside, there'll be five green shoes and four green shoes. You turn right at that house. <laughs> at that. Then you go. Then you go down another another. You know, till you see the purple house with with 
with uh, with a dog barking in front, you turn left there, <laughs> and then you go down to the fourth house on the right, and 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 you're going to see uh, a car with no wheels on it parked out front, and that's my house. That's it. No, it, but it, it, there are no signs. Somewhat accurate. It, yeah, it's not. It, the... Hey, because there's no address ever. Yeah. No, I said, well, how do I find your house? Well, you know. Yeah, there's the deal. Well, we that's where you're east, west, and and north and south. It's either Malka, which means to the mountainside, or right. Makai, which means to the ocean side. So what, what is it, the, on the Malka side of the freeway or the Makai side? <laughs> so Alema has a remote in Tooele. Okay. So, so Alema has a remote in, in Tooele. He doesn't even know what Tooele is. And, and so, you know, you, you go you go around the, the bend of the mountain there, and then there's the, the exit to get off at Tooele. We, we're all fairly familiar with this. He went well, to Grant's uh, right? You know, it's, it's like five minutes to showtime. I, I call Alema, like, hey, dude, you're not you're not in Tooele. Uh, what's going on? Where are you? And Alema's like, you know, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. And I said, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, how about this? Are you? Are you on the freeway? Yeah, yeah, I'm on the freeway. Uh, next time a sign comes up, just tell me what it says on that sign. <laughs> Went over. And Went he goes, over. he goes, Dell. Dell, Utah. I do a quick Google search. He wasn't quite to Wendover, but he was halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. He was halfway there. I had to get like, off, loop it around, and come back to Tooele. He missed Jake, half give, the show. Give me a landmark. <laughs> like, where, what's it What's it by? Oh, man. What's I by? Yeah. Hey, it's right by, right by the Great Salt Lake. That would be the ocean side yeah. as opposed to the mountain. Great yeah. point. Great point. Hey, I, I love that story. I, I, yeah. I tell that story Where all the time. Well, I, I'm, I think it says Dell. <laughs> oh, man. You overshot it. Yeah. Get off that exit. Turn man. around. And uh, then I was doing the show with Pace Mannion. So, you know, Pace just oh, yeah. lit me up. Oh, yeah. Oh man! Right never, until you pulled into the, the into the into parking into lot that. at the start of the show, till Lemma got there, it was. It was I tell you, Pace, Pace's kid's a pretty good player. Yeah, real good player. Plays Nico at, plays at Arizona. Yeah. He's a nice player. He should. They're saying late lottery is yeah the, is the latest I'm yeah. seeing. Yeah, he, he had so. been projected as high as you know t- uh, number five, some you know in some projections, and then. You know, the way that COVID has hit, it's changed everything, yeah. you know, and the, the way that guys are getting scouted and, and and all of that. But he's a good player, real good player. Uh, I want to start out. We'll, we've got a lot to talk about with the with the foundation, and we'll, we'll talk with uh, Joanne throughout the show. But I do want to get uh, your thoughts, both of you, about the big news of the day. Mm. Uh, the BYU is scheduled a game now with San Diego State. Yeah which we kind of wondered about because uh, the Mountain West released their full schedule yesterday and San Diego State had a blank spot. Now we know why. Yeah. It will be filled. Uh, they will play that game. Let's start with you, Alema. Tom Homo also made some yeah. some comments and talked about this whole process at, at length, and I, I think this is a good day. Yeah, this you is get, a good day for BYU. I give so much credit to, to Tom Homo for the work that he does behind the scenes. I'm grateful, glad that he had an opportunity to kind of be in front of this and, and you know, with some announcements and, and with some good news, right, for the athletic director. But I, I really love, and, and I would love to see um, BYU do something similar to what Notre Dame has done with the ACC, but do that with the Mountain West. You exactly. know, or the Pac-12 would be fantastic, but I don't think the Pac-12 is down for that. But the Mountain West Conference that could be like your your satellite, uh, um, you know your your uh, your league, and so I, I I like that. And you know BYU and San Diego State games traditionally 
have, especially in my era, they were always shootouts, you know, and, and you know, go down, going down to Jack Murphy Stadium and playing down there against San Diego State, um, you, you always knew that the score was going to be, you know, both teams in the 40s. And so it was always a fun game um, and, and a competitive game. And so I'm, I'm glad. This is a, a gr- great announcement, you know, and, and you've, again, you know, Boise State, San Diego State, you, you get teams that you can play in the Mountain West Conference that, you know, and the premier teams, you know, that are coming out of that league. So to me, Coach, uh, you know, it's, a, it, it's funny that we're midway through the season and still kind of, you know, Velcro and, and masking tape and, and zip ties and, and put, putting this thing together. But it's starting to look okay, you know? Well, I tell you what, Tom Homo has done a fantastic job because if anybody knows what the job of an AD is and to put that together, and he has, first of all, there's a lot of things that have to happen to be able to pick up a team, let alone pick up seven or eight yeah. teams, you know. So uh, how much are you going to play to bring a, bring a team in to play at BYU? Yeah. How much are they going to pay if you go to play there? I mean, what's the guarantee? And then what's the guarantee if if you have a positive, you know, I mean, do you lose the guarantee? Do you lose the money, or is this, or is the school? You're still... talking about a COVID positive. Yeah, right. Yeah. COVID positive. So, is the school still responsible to pay? Yeah. To pay, regardless of whether you come and play or not. And when you don't have any fan attendance, then how do you pay a team to come in, and how much do you pay them? Yeah. Cause... What's the going? What's the going price? In other words, uh, so if let's say you were playing a money game, and you paid a million and a half dollars to bring a team in right okay now you don't have you don't have that kind of money to where you can make those kind of guarantees so the guarantee now has to be oh we'll pay for your flight and we'll pay for your housing and that's it yeah i mean that's kind of what it has to go down to and so to pick up boise pick up san diego state two great games by the way and as is utah state on there on BYU's uh, no, no Utah State is not. They're going to play all seven of their games uh, against the see the that Indian that League. that would be another logical yeah opponent, you know, because if the because I saw I saw Utah State's uh, schedule, you know, and I think that they would have probably room in there to play BYU more at the end than the beginning. Stay tuned, huh? Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. So yeah. that could be. A, a possibly, and that would be a game that would be attractive to, to Utah State and to BYU. Yeah. And you know, and you still you're you're looking at games down down the road here, and you know there's still a hope that you can get some fans in the stands. You know, I don't know how much has changed because you know the president uh, and and the first lady having COVID is so high profile, and we got a big deal coming in next week with with the vice presidents. You know, going to be um, debating here in the right. state. So, you know, it's you know, for me, it's it's like you kind of still have this hope that at some point in this season um, that you're going to be able to to put some fans in the stands. But even then, you know, as Coach Homer was talking about, you know, your your sources of revenue are 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 there's not a lot of avenues where where you can you can tap into something and your gate 
I think people are understanding now how important attendance is, exactly. right? And and how important it is to have those ticket sales. When when uh, Coach Homel was talking about how some of the BYU uh, season ticket holders um, turned their season ticket, you know, you know, into a donation, and they said we're just going to donate that money to to the athletic uh, athletics department. That that's a that's a huge move. What? For for you know the athletic department. Well, I tell you what. Now, I know the University of Utah ticket holders had had that opportunity. Now, most of the people I know were not very excited about yeah. doing that. I think most of the, most of the schools uh, did something instantly. You know, trying to salvage yeah. that revenue. I want to. I, I want to. You're making the point though that that the BYU fan is a higher caliber. Oh, fan oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, oh, hey. I mean, unless I heard you, you know incorrectly there i think that that's the statement coach was making oh. that's what you got out of that huh? yeah. <laughs> that's, that's oh. what you got there huh? oh. okay if, gordon if, 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 uh, I, people I, weren't I, tuned in they're they're tuned in now like what i want what to did he just say i want to reverse uh, the, the conversation for a second to something <laughs> alema said oh, and, Lema, you jumped all over that and <laughs> you uh you responded to a little bit coach and that's the uh <laughs> that's the the relationship between byu and the mountain west conference because i think tom homal said something really Really interesting today where he talked about how some of the hard feelings are softening mm. from BYU leaving the league and that relationships have improved well, and that maybe if something like what Alema is talking about is possible, some sort I, of mutual agreement going I, I forward, what, that was that for, was interesting. For what Tom Holmes has gone through now, he, he would probably welcome being in the Mount West yeah. Conference because at, at least you know you, you have a schedule. And the Mountain West Conference is very competitive. Yeah. And and I could see why, in the beginning, they didn't they they didn't want to do that, because they felt as an independent, they were going to be attractive to another league. Hopefully, the Big Twelve the, the big, was the, the hope, big, right? The Big Twelve was the thought, you know, that they could get in the Big Twelve, and the Big Twelve maybe two years ago. Um, Thought they were going to add a team, if you remember right. all uh-huh. that. Yep, I and, remember well. And uh, they, it was a big tease. It was a big. It was a big tease. It, it was a big tease. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. That was a money play with the with the uh, yeah. television networks. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So yeah, it's and and the big the the Big Ten was never really logical you yeah. know, logical place, but uh, and then obviously the. Uh, the pack, you know, the Pac-12 would have been ideal because because BYU would have been a much better team than Colorado. Yeah, it would add more interest, you know, and it would have been because Colorado to me is kind of a non-entity. Yeah, that was point. really that was that was a, a TV that again was a TV decision. Because they wanted that viewership in Colorado, they wanted the Denver market. Yeah, they wanted that market. Yep. And so, you know, with 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 BYU, it's like it, it was. Well, we already have that market with with U, with the University of Utah, and so that that ended up be working against BYU. But I I think it, it's pretty clear that 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 would have been a better team in the league than co- what Colorado represents now. Yeah, because Colorado. Colorado at one time had a, and this was back 
you know. In the Biennemi days. Yeah, they had a great recruiting base, and they had great players. Yeah, Cordell but, Stewart. Uh, who's but, the running back? Rashawn Salam? Yeah. Was Biennemi from there, or maybe it's, maybe it's Salam was the they one? No, Biennemi was, too, yeah, I think. They yeah. yeah, they had some real guys over there. But, but in the last 12 years, probably, you know, they're very, their recruiting base, they, they recruit a lot in Texas, and and they it seems like they haven't recruited their own state yeah. as well as maybe they should you know and maybe the coaches they've hired don't understand the the base because they're they're taking a second player out of Texas and bypassing developmental players in their own state mm. go to, they go to California and they're they're probably not going to get a number 1 out of California so you're you're talking about their their recruiting base is really is really kind of uh, limited, so they don't get as many good players as say Utah, Oregon, Washington. You know, the, yeah. The, the, so they're going to have a hard time keeping competitive in the league. So. And BYU would would be competitive regardless, because BYU's recruiting base, obviously a lot of return missionaries, you know, uh, the LDS community, all that stuff. So then, uh, it would be really interesting right now. And I am, and I'm not, you know, necessarily a BYU fan. Okay. <laughs> well, kind of. Well, well, I like the coaches and I like the players. And you like the fan base. Well, somewhat. Go know. Cougars! Somewhat. <laughs> Who said that, Go Cougars? That's Monson. Gordon. That's Gordon. Monson. Gordon, I thought you were off. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I respect BYU. Yeah. I respect what they stand for. I respect their players. I respect what they stand for. And plus, it would really make the BYU-Utah game really, really, oh, yeah. really important. Oh, yeah. And... You could see that would be, I mean, it would be so attractive from just a year long, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and okay, the BYU-Utah game could decide the Pac-12 South yeah. this weekend. That, that, that would be, that mean, would be just awesome. Just think how, how awesome that would be because, you know, in the years that you were coaching, that was the case in, oh, the, in the Mountain West. The Mountain West went to the quadrants and all of these different things that so, that, that were part of the, what, what the was, whack. Right? Yeah, what was nice is, is after about my third year, then we had as good a players as yeah. they had. So then the game was decided on the field yeah. in the fourth quarter, and somebody makes a play, somebody doesn't. And you know you're you're off and running, and yeah. then and then in the off season, the other team had to deal with <laughs> you know, deal with the people. Yeah, you know, all yeah. of a sudden, all these Utah people they're walking around with these big Utah yeah. sweaters on, and the BYU people they don't walk around <laughs> yeah. with anything. Like and then and then if the BYU the wins, versa, yeah. if the BYU wins, you go to church on Sunday, yeah. and everybody's in there yeah. like this. Everybody wants to bear their testimony. Yeah, on bear, they bear their testimony, <laughs> and all the and all the and all the Utah people are going in like yeah. sheep. All right, it is a football Friday here on the big show. We'll have more coming up next. In fact, why don't uh, we have a special guest uh, today? Why don't we get to that coming up next? We'll we'll get to it. uh, A lot of important things going on. Hey.
Jake, I, I like the way you operate. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I, I appreciate that. It's it's easier without Gordon sniping from hey, the, hey, you know, Jake, the Jake. Jake has seats. become a very Jake mature, is the boss, man. very mature adult. Yeah. Wow. Who would have thought it? Yeah. It'd Nobody. Be... Certainly not a lemma. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had hope for you, Jake. I always knew that Jake was on his way to be- bigger and better things when he was producing <laughs> our show. Yeah. He goes from a, a producer. Yeah. To an to an on to a boss to an on on their talent, but he he the boss of twelve eighty. He is well. He's got he's got the the big show. We should we should rebrand this. Austin, take note. Uh, uh, Write this down somewhere. The big show now (laughs) is the Godfather. Right, the Godfather, which is Gordon Monson. And the boss. Wow, I like where Alema's mind's yeah. at. Yeah. I do. Is that I, the boss or the, the boss? boss? Okay. The boss. I, I like the that. The boss of 1280. All right. We can, so, we can do this. So what do you hey, do? Hey, I'm Jake Scott. What do you do? What, <laughs> hey, what do you do with Scotty G? Scotty, no, Scotty G, G is G, the G, boss. G unit. <laughs> All right, Scotty G and, and Hans Olsen. And my they, man Hans. Yeah, they become. They're my, always talking food. They were at the store today, which is a great. That's a great place and you know the store coach I, yeah well, Man, right, they right in my some, neighborhood they got some good deals i might go head over there and get some wings and the pizza myself i I'll love, tell you what, love they the got store. they got they got great food at that place. yeah they know what they're doing they know what they're doing all right we'll have more straight ahead live from the uh the warehouse 1825 south 300 west their salt lake location also 86 east university parkway in orem we'll hey, talk to tom coming up here deals, momentarily. Man. boom uh, uh, more next 97.5 and 1280 the zone <laughs> Seventeen, we fell in love. High school sweethearts. Love was so brand new. We took the vows of man and wife. End of the day today is cool in the gang. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts for the cool latest the tour gang. news and artist that's, insight. Go to LiveNation.com. That that was not the direction I thought our off the air conversation. How did we end up in Dugway? I don't know, but that's not <laughs> that's not where I thought we were going to go. All right, let's. Uh, we're we're excited today to be joined by a special guest, Coach Mac. Why don't you do the intro? We've got a lot of we important have, stuff to talk about we today. Have Joanne Wells, who's who who writes all of all of our proposals from our foundation and is is a uh, is a very important part of what we're, of what we're doing and uh, so she's going to discuss what we're doing with our foundation right now and how it's going and this is a very talented lady yeah very talented. hey your grant your grant writer and your foundation is invaluable like one of that's the most important person Along with the people that are on the front line. Well, she's she's not only a grant writer, yeah. but she's on the front line and the back line and the forward line. <laughs> hey, and she used to work with. Yeah, yeah that's right. Team. And he used to work with Gordon back in the day. So I, I kind of think we should be like digging for dirt in yeah. that direction. But we yeah. can get to that. Yeah. We can get to we that could. later. Some yeah. embarrassing Gordon stories. But we can, well, yeah. What are you we guys doing in the there. schools, Joanne? What's going on? It, it's uh, it is really exciting what Coach Mack has done, Alema. It's There are so many at-risk kids in our schools. There are 99,000 kids that are waiting for an after-school program. 
And these kids are at-risk kids. You know, they're at-risk for isolation, for drugs, for suicide. And Coach Mack has just stepped in and raised enough money that we give grants to 10 schools now, Title I schools. But there are a lot more who need this money. So because of COVID, uh, we cannot do a big fundraiser yeah. this year. Coach Mack, keep it secret, though. Yeah. Coach Mack will be 81 years old. Shh. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Last year, on his 80th birthday, we held a huge fundraiser at uh, the Grand America, raised $150,000. Wow. We can't do that this year. Yeah. So we, uh, our fundraiser has come up with a plan in celebration of his 81st birthday. And we're asking everyone if you will give $81 for Coach's 81st birthday. 81 for 81. I love it. That's great. This, this is going to be, and, and Coach, you know, gave, gave us a little sneak peek preview of this last week. And when I heard about this idea, I thought this is going to be, the, the, you guys are going to break the bank on this one. I hope because so. You, you know this, and we, you know, Jake, you know this. We, all of us that have been around Coach Mack, the influence that he has had on people's lives, and those tentacles go go out wide and far. And there are so many people, and I say this very genuinely, Coach, that have been impacted by this man, and his generosity, and his willingness to to give of himself. That you know, I, I can think anybody that's listening right now. It's like $81 for Coach Mack. I got that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you guys are going to have the donations just flowing through. People, uh, uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to travel around the state with Coach Mack. And everywhere we go, people just come up with the great stories <laughs> about how Coach Mack saved their life. Positive influence. Uh, and, you know, he, he is a great mentor to all of us. And he tells these kids, you can be anything yeah. you want. And he, uh, he's just a great guy. So we all got to chip in $81. All you have to do is go to the ronmcbridefoundation.org and check. Uh, there's a place that you can hit 81 for 81. Yeah. We hope you that you'll give more than $81, but uh, in celebration of Coach Mac's birthday and every week. We will give away prizes. Maybe we can uh, draw the names here. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. We would love to do that. And Absolutely. And we'll give away prizes. Hey, uh, what? What about a $12,000 bet? <laughs> All right. All yeah, right. let's hey. let's talk about that. We can do some of <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll get Tom to donate yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Tom on, on board. Uh, yeah. Okay, so ronmcbridefoundation.org. Love it. A- 81 for, uh, $81 for Coach Mac's 81st birthday. ronmcbridefoundation.org. Uh, I know you're active on social media. I follow you on Twitter, rmacfoundation, uh, at rmacfoundation. Are there other social outlets you want to? Yes, you wanna... uh, Facebook. We can go uh, the Ron McBride Foundation on Facebook and Instagram, uh, but mostly just your listeners. Yeah. Uh, we love Coach Mack, and he loves these kids, and he wants them to have a bright future. So to help our at-risk kids, if you'll donate $81, 
Coach Mack will be appreciated, and we'll sign your name to a big birthday card. Ooh. Love it. Oh, I love that's, it. That's great. And, and, and you know what? I, I do believe that we have the largest listenership in the entire state of Utah. I, in the universe. Right? But uh, I think there are, yeah, yeah, there are outside just, of Tooele. Yeah, even, outside yeah. of Tooele and yeah. then into Dell. Uh, we reach yeah. into you Dell. Into Dell. <laughs> yeah. Even Utah parts County. Parts of Grantsville. People, <laughs> in, the, people in yeah. Utah County. Parts of Grantsville. Yeah. <laughs> Only parts. Only parts. Parts of Grantsville. if you're listening... And 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 you're hearing this, then then tell somebody else too that might not be listening, like the three people that are not listening to this show. Reach out and let them know. Hey, Coach Mac, doing 81 for 81. Uh, Coach Ron McBride dot org. The Ron, Ron McBride Foundation dot org. The Ron McBride Foundation dot yeah, org. org. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Uh, Coach, and and I want to hear from you a little bit on this because I think you know. There are a lot of people who say that they care about young people, and, I, and I'm sure that they do. But I, I, you care about young people, and you always have. That's always yeah, come well, from, the, you know, from the, the heart. So all the way from when I was a, a, a youngster, you know, I just remember uh, when I was going to, going to grammar school, junior high, and, and high school, you know, just uh, there were a lot of people that I went to school with that were didn't have, you, you know, if they weren't in sports, or they weren't in this, they they just were kind of left out. Yeah. And then you, so what, what, what I want to do is what we're all about is, we want to give everybody an opportunity, to succeed, and, and get in situations where they where they can interact, with, their teachers and other people. On a on a non structured basis, where they're having fun, but they're interacting. Yeah, and therefore, when they have a problem, they can go to that person, and that's that's where that's where every that's where the suicide, the drugs, all this stuff. Bullies. Is, yeah, yeah, bullies is where if you have somebody you can talk to that you trust, I think it's really really important. Because you don't know how many lost people yeah. we have out there, and 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 how many of these young people can actually, if you get to them at the right age, you can see that okay, you can have a better future yeah. than what I can remember. The very first classes I taught in high school 50, 50 60 years ago, and I most of the the, the children that were in my classes were all kids that were thrown down there because they were the ones that nobody else wanted yeah. in the school. And, and I can remember my one objective was to show that these kids that they can they can make it and there is a way to make it and there's and, and there's a way to get it done. And 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 so rather than I was teaching basic math and uh, and every day I would teach about, okay, you can better your circumstance. You know, you kind of combine it with a math equation, but then you say, okay, if you do the math here and you do this, this could create this for you. And then the kids would always say, well, I don't think I could do that because my parents or this or that. Or I said, no, no, you you can reach above your your parents' status. And I said, the idea, I said, with you kids, is I don't want you down in this wing in the school. I want you 
up in the mainstream because they they shifted all yeah. those kids down into one wing, so they wouldn't be a problem for the other students. You know, so I would say you you need to we need to filter you need to filter yourself back up here where you're with. Because what they did is just they segmented these kids yeah. and said, okay, you're down here because you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Everybody that's going somewhere is over here. And automatically when that happens, then, then something happens to just the, the self-worth and self-esteem yeah. when they get labeled like that. And so to have, you know, that voice, which was you, Coach Mac, many years ago teaching math, and then the mentors that you guys provide, right, this engagement and allows, you know, people to have that that person that they can right. trust, somebody that can help mentor them. And just to hear that voice, you know, true story, my, my wife and my, my two little boys, they're seven and eight, they were listening to the radio show, and uh, and they, they heard you talking last week at the beginning of the show, and and their, their, their response was, that's a really nice man, huh? And yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that is a great man who is doing great things. And so that voice becomes so important, right, Joanne, as it as is. as kids are able to. Like, it's the difference. It really is the difference. And it can be for so many kids and, and, and whatever we can do to help support and provide that, um, you know, as a community, that, that's our that's our, our responsibility. That's great. It, you know, I've I've gone into uh, elementary schools, to junior highs with uh, Coach Mac, and kids who, you know, they don't know him, uh, but they know the most important thing about him, and that is he genuinely cares mm. about them. And uh, uh, you, you can't be a phony around kids. Yeah. Kids see through phonies. And before we leave that school, Coach Mac is surrounded yeah. by kids who know <laughs> that they got a friend. Incredible. Yeah. All right, the ronmcbridefoundation.org. I've actually got it up in front of me. The the 81 for 81 campaign is right there on the front. Right. It's very right. easy, very easy to find. So we ask you uh, to consider donating $81 for Coach Mac's 81st birthday. Love that campaign. Uh, and we'll we'll uh, touch back on this throughout the show, and we appreciate you jumping what's on the, with us what's today. What's the actual Joanne? birthday, Coach? October 14th. October 14th. Oh, man. Yeah. So, so not, right next week the with the, not next week, but the week yeah. after? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, man, it's coming up. We're going to have to do something we're special gonna, yeah. on the show. We're going to keep pushing it, and we're going to, like, I, I want to get the updated numbers, Joanne. That would be great. And, and uh, you know, we'll announce some of the prizes and winners on, yeah. on the show. Absolutely. Man. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, this because is going to be awesome. Really. Everybody does listen yeah. to your show, so we appreciate it very much. There's not uh, better publicity that we could get. Well, we appreciate you and what you're doing because it's amazing work. I can't believe it's grown so much over the years, Coach. It's, yes, it's we really... started with nothing. Yeah. And we, and we, worked, we worked our way up. And, yeah, and 10 schools. What was the, the total last year? Say that again. Uh, uh, hundred, uh, that we the, raised the, last the, year. At Coach Mack's birthday, yeah. Yeah, 150000 Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. And, uh, and that was a large part to do with former players that came back and said, if it weren't for this man, I wouldn't be where I was. That's so Amen. cool. That is so cool. All right. We'll have uh, more coming up next. Stay tuned. It's the Big Show on a Football Friday, live from the Warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. More straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. It's a big show on a football Friday. 
uh, he, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Uh, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Coach Mac, Alema Harrington. This was my jam right here. This this takes yeah. me back. No no Gordon uh, no Gordon today. We're gonna Star talk Palace. to we're gonna talk to Tom coming up here in a moment. <laughs> we're gonna stay focused. Uh, there's some news coming out of the Pac-12. We can react to real quick. Uh, John Canzano up there from the Oregonian says uh, Pac-12 80s were told the football schedule will be released Saturday morning. Hey, so, so, so we're gonna get morning. a schedule tomorrow, tomorrow okay. morning. So let's let's take a guess. Who do you think Utah's gonna open with? Somebody from the division. Yeah, well, because they wouldn't open well, with they, their crossover I, I, game. Will I they think always so. play Colorado last? I don't know if they're going to try and maintain that. Uh, I wouldn't want to go to Boulder in December, but yeah, yeah, that that doesn't sound terrific. No, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not really sure. I'm interested to see who Utah's crossover game will be. Yeah, who do they get? I think from that's the what other everybody. Side? When the what you know, because they know that you got the divisional games, but then you, everybody is going to be curious. Well, what's their crossover game? Right. right. Everybody wants to play the Beavers or uh, Washington State. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's hoping to draw yeah. one of those two yeah, schools. That's exactly right. <laughs> so would the Pac-12 actually be smarter to schedule their big, like uh, like USC, for example, their teams with a chance? Would they be smarter to schedule them against a tough team to give them a good win or schedule USC against Washington State to get no, the guaranteed I, I W? Think, I, I think especially if you're talking about uh, trying to make a splash and let the you know the the committee know that you guys are for real. You right. got to have you know you got to run the table, and then you got to finish with a real signature win in your crossover game uh, before you get to to the, the you know the the um, divisional right. championship, right? That 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 in my opinion, you schedule schedule big, yeah, you know? and maybe even you know you kind of hope for that that collision. You know, you know I don't I don't know if you you end up having the two teams play twice, right? Because if they play in in the in the the championship, I see. If I schedule it, I give them a guaranteed W because you want the if if in an ideal world yeah. you have Oregon and USC both undefeated going head to head at the at the end. That possibly could get you the headlines to go to the the, yeah. why the, the you playoff, leave the right? Out? How come you? Why do I'm, you, I'm talking why about you favorites. The Utes, I wouldn't consider. Why the do you Utes not the, like Utah? <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> Defending Utah now. So are we on air? We're on. We're on. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. So here, here's the interesting thing. The Utah players have been there since the beginning of star school. They've been through two cycles in the weight, weight room. Witt was talking about that the yeah. other day. So yeah. you got a, a four-week cycle and a four-week cycle. So they've had a, two cycles. So that means that their players, and, and Doug Alessai is – is probably one of the top strength coaches in the country. Agreed. And and so I worked with Doug when I was at Kentucky. I was in charge of the weight room, and he was, you know, there was no question of who, of how good a strength coach the guy was when when he was there, because I and he was an assistant at Kentucky, but I would watch him work with those guys every day, and to, and he was a natural fit for Utah because he kind of fit the clientele. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he will have those guys in great shape. So Utah will be will be a well-conditioned, strong football team. Okay. And they'll be ready to play. They'll be more ready to play than say USC. Because yeah. USC hasn't had very many people on campus for a long time. So those guys have kind of been 
individually yeah. training, and uh, and I'm not sure where Stanford is. I'm not sure. Yeah, you but I know that I know the Washington kids all came home <laughs> three weeks ago. Yeah, because they were doing all, all online stuff, and so the players from here that live here. You know, because I talked to their moms or or their dads, and oh yeah, so and so, yeah, he's home right now, and he he's gonna. I don't know when he's going back. And then once they said they're gonna play, then they all went back. Okay. But Utah so, guys have been here. The Utah whole time. guys yeah. stayed. In fact, I talked to uh, two or three of the guys that I trained, and the you know when they were in high school, and they said, I said, where are you? He said I'm I'm living in a dorm. I said, you're living in a dorm. Yeah, well, I've been in the dorm for since we started, you know. So, so all these freshman kids that came in, they've been living in the dorm on campus since since they've been here, and and I think the Utah team will be really prepared to play. That's that's a huge advantage, yeah. huge, and and also Utah State's kids have been pretty much there all the time, and they've and they're. They're in, they're going to be in really good shape when they get ready to play, because they've had their players there, mm. you know. So if you've had your players on campus all the time with your strength coach, with your coaches, and and that type of thing, you have a huge advantage to begin with yep. because you're going to be more ready to play. On that California school thing, real quick, what did say in his uh, press availability earlier this week that there were coaches in the Pac-12 that were advocating for a November 14th start. They wanted it a week later. Yeah, because they, they, their guys have been gone. Yeah, yeah, because they want as much time as they can get right. to prepare their, their guys to play. Witt said he thought his his squad could go two weeks earlier. Exactly. So. Well, absolutely, because they're they're. They're ready. Yeah, they're, they've been there. Okay, we're live here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. They're brand spanking new uh, Salt Lake City location. Warham location there for you as well, 86 East University Parkway. But our good friend Tom jumping on with us once again. And, uh, Tom, while the, the, the other guys uh, down up and down the street uh, don't have any inventory, you are bursting at the seams and we, stuff we, needs to go. The stuff that we have, we are bursting. And let me tell you. I'm going to make a deal for the coach. All right. <laughs> I'm going to give the entire week from today until next Friday 100 bucks to his foundation for every adjustable bed sold. All right. That is a king. And a $50 bill for every queen that is sold this entire week. So, Coach... Jay. Tell him to come down. Okay. This is applause hey, right here. Yeah, hey. I like it. applause. And let me tell you what I'm going to yeah. do. Uh, let me tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to do the 599 queen deal that we said we couldn't do again. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do a 599 queen adjustable bed with a made in America, your choice, hybrid or all memory foam. The mattress down the street is eight ninety nine to ten ninety nine. Same factory builds yeah. it. Same specs. I'm going to do the entire thing for five ninety nine, including the adjustable base, and I'm giving fifty bucks for everyone sold this week until next Friday. I'm going to change it. Okay, well let's get. Hey, hey, wait, wait, hey, wait. This is this is just like the pack. This is like the pack twelve schedule. I'm going to do it through next Saturday. 
So that's nine days of selling. Well, let's I get, hey, it. everybody needs to come down yes. and and buy. At the warehouse. At the warehouse. That is a boom. 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 <laughs> Last boom. Last, Last boom. All right. You see that container backed up to my door, yeah. that red ocean container? Yeah. I have no place to put it. I have 27 bedroom sets. And Alema, next break, you're walking back there so we can talk about it. Okay. These bedroom sets are $2,400 solid wood. $2,400 solid wood. I'm going to do a king bed or a queen bed. Dresser, mirror, nightstand. If you want to add the chest, I'll give you a price with the chest. So king bed, queen bed, king bed set, the entire set, not twenty four hundred bucks. I'm going to do it for eleven ninety nine. No, for the okay, whole so, set. So what I, I'm talking. Hold to, on, coach. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I want you to pay attention. I know you're too poor to pay attention. That's why we're raising you some money. Okay. <laughs> Boom. We're going to do eleven ninety nine for the king set. Ten ninety nine for the queen set, and everyone that sells from now until end of business next Saturday—that's nine selling days. I'll give a fifty dollar bill. All right. Let, let me tell you how good of a deal that is. I've ne- I've bought this set for a thousand forty dollars and sold it for nineteen ninety nine before. I'm going to sell it for what it cost me. Okay, so. But I'm talking and, and give fifty bucks to the and foundation. The and, and so, so what I I'm talking to uh, Mrs. Gurky right now, Alex's wife. Yeah, I'm saying you need to get down here and spend some of his money and get yourself set <laughs> get up. Get an adjustable yes. bed. Get adjustable. Get whatever you need at this time and charge it to your husband. There you go. It'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, and yeah. and donate because, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I and, think that's so, a great idea. So, In fact, buy one for all your kids. Lori, so <laughs> if you need to you need to get down here, get whatever you want. He's he's he he has a job in California. He'll pay for it when he comes back. It'll be fine. Yeah. All right. You heard fine. it. Help out Coach Max Foundation again. That that website, by the way, of uh, the Ron McBride Foundation org, or just come down here to the warehouse and grab an adjustable bed, and uh, Tom's going to donate. That's Boom. great. Eighteen twenty five South, three hundred West, or eighty six East University Parkway down there in Orem. More of Football Friday next. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone.